Hey everybody, Manimal here. It's Tuesday, April 4th, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, Kevin and I, we're going to go around the league. We're going to talk about some Rangers injuries, and then we're also going to go over that Texas Rangers box score. So join us today for Texas Rangers with the boys. I'm Jack Leiter, and you're listening to Texas Rangers with the boys. And welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of guys, professional wrestlers who love baseball. This is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YBK, Kevin Frazier. You can catch me on socials on Instagram and Twitter at Kevin Lee Frazier. That is F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. You can also catch Texas Rangers with the boys on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TX Rangers WTB. You can also check out our website, Texas Rangers with the boys, all one word. And uh, joining me tonight, uh, or today, as as usual, my co-host, uh, the man with the beard that never ends, the 300-pound animal, a.k.a. Bull. Not an exciting uh, not an exciting day after all the, the excitement we had over the last few shows, so how you holding up today, and where can I find you on socials? Well, you know, as uh, our, our buddy Iceman <laughs> King Parsons would say, uh, Mama said it bees that way sometimes, and today was That's one right. of those days where it was not uh, it was not the Rangers' day at the plate. We'll go over a couple of situations later on today that uh, I think kind of swayed the game, and uh, we'll go over that. We'll go over John Gray was terrific last night, mm-hmm. so. Um, you know, uh, you take the good, you take the bad. And, uh, last right. night the good was at the, on the mound and the bad was at the plate. And, um, but before we talk about all that, I need to tell everybody that they can find me on Twitter at Manimal Bull. They can find me on Instagram at Manimal 300. They can find me on TikTok at Bull Pro and they mm. can find me on Facebook pro so just uh you know find me on whatever your favorite platform is and uh if you don't use any of those platforms well you know uh texas rangers with the boys.com all one word there you go all one word well um, i missed my spot the there didn't i did I, did you try and set me up for that earlier and then i, I, was I like, did i did i was busy yeah. thinking about how i was going to tell some kind of funny joke about facebook mm-hmm so I missed then, that completely. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's, it, you know what? We will we will pick it back up later on uh, before we get out of here. But uh, you know, let's let's bounce around the league. Probably going to be a short show today, just like it was a short game for the Rangers today. Um, hopefully, uh, we can get uh, get get some positive vibes going though. Um, but let's go around the league first. Um, Anthony Rendon for the. Uh, for the Los Angeles Angels, uh, found a way to get himself suspended, um, and I haven't seen well, the video what it or was anything with, on it. Uh, yeah, I mean, him and a fan got into it, and you know, a lot of people are like, "Oh, that fan's at fault. That fan's at fault." But let's be real honest. You know as well as I know, uh, being a professional athlete for so many years, especially in a sport where people do think they should be able to get involved. Um, it's right. your job to be the professional, and Anthony Rendon, he didn't, uh, he didn't uh, keep his composure, and and you know he's going to spend five more games off the field for the Angels. And was it like that's like, a, like his second suspension since he's played baseball, and like he played mm-hmm. like he's like played like four games since he had that injury 
uh, last year. Sure. Got suspended mm-hmm. in the middle of his injury because he was he went out on the field in a in a skirmish during uh, during his uh, or his injury and it just you know it's been one thing after another with Rendon and he hasn't really been able to get on the field with the Angels but you know it's just a five game suspension I imagine he'll appeal that thing it might get dropped to four or something like that but um, for the most part you know he might just eat that and take five and. And he'll be back after four because he probably set one day, you know, probably set Sunday um, because of it. So, so we'll see what happens. Um, but you know, the the Angels—they paid a lot of money for this guy, and I think at some point they'd really like to see him on the field. Right. I mean, he's only played. I mean, obviously, the COVID-shortened season of 2020, he was he was on the field almost the whole season. Uh, not an okay then, year. I mean, yeah, all, got all hurt, in all, but after that, he has hurt in twenty twenty one, hurt in twenty twenty two, already taking his uh, suspension of uh, of his time in, with the Angels. So, you know, an interesting <laughs> run for Anthony Rendon when he's on the field. He's a pretty good third baseman, but he just hasn't yeah. been on the field enough to to justify that money. And you know, a lot of Ranger fans wanted that to be our guy. So, but you know, I I really feel like. Uh, that's an angel thing because like if he'd have signed yeah. here, he'd have probably everything would have been completely different, but you know, they had a, they had their sights set on uh, Josh young to play third base and they had already drafted him. And, and, you know, so uh, we'll just kind of see, but uh, you know, Rendon, he's got to get on the field for the angels. And then um looks like uh, Yoshida for the, the newcomer for the Red Sox got on a more positive note, Mas- Masataka, Yoshida got his first uh, home run over the, the the Green Monster today. Yeah, he got one. Well, last night he got one, you know. But, uh, uh, you know, I, I know it's early. Like, it's one of those things where we do this, like, late enough for it to be Tuesday, but early enough where it still feels like Monday. Yeah. <laughs> but, right, uh, right, right, right. Y- Yoshida, he got, him one, he got himself one last night. And uh, right. um, the, the Red Sox are uh, – you know, they got a couple of wins over Baltimore, and we found out today how tough that is. So, um, you know, uh, I, I'm interested to see what Yoshida does, and I got to see a little bit of him during the World Baseball Classic. So I'm kind of excited about his season and how he ends up as a uh, as a Red Sox this year. Um, and I would say kind of oh, – well, before we go into the next – but I was about to say, let me jump another story up in front of it. But the uh, Giants yesterday uh, flashed in some uh, some pretty histor- almost historic uh, power there with seven homers. Yeah, seven long balls for the Giants who who didn't look like they could hit their way out of a wet paper sack the, uh, this weekend against the Yankees. They come out today bombing against the White Sox, get themselves seven bombs, score 12 runs, and get a really nice uh, pitching performance from Anthony uh, Descalfina, who – it was a guy that I really wanted the Rangers to bring around, but it didn't happen that way. Yeah, you talked a lot about him during the uh, during the during the off season. He was one of the guys that was kind of well, on your wish list. Well, and yeah, and he signed uh, he signed up with the Giants real fast. Yeah. Um, so let's kind of the next two stories are kind of Rangers, kind of related. Uh, Mason Englert. Uh, through three innings yesterday, uh, gave up two hits, and he, right now he's sitting at sitting pretty at a two twenty five earned run average. So it's looking like he's probably going to stay on that Detroit team this year. Well, you know it's, it's really early, and we'll kind of have to see. Um, uh, you know, 
will he will he stay up with the big club all season? But you know, again, uh, a guy with a really good arm and and with the right situation could be a big leaguer this year. And 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 the Rangers just kind of weren't that right situation. Um, it would have been, you know, it, uh, they'd have just had to make more forty man roster decisions in the in the off season. Yeah. So it's just one of those things where it, it, it's just sometimes baseball that happens and and you know uh, uh, I don't have to I don't have to quote Iceman twice, do I? No, you don't have to do that. <laughs> um, speak, speaking of old Rangers, uh, it looks like Joey Gallo is also uh, off to a, a hot start. What do you think about that? Well, he uh, you know I think the first thing that I like that the Twins did with him was move him to first base. Yeah, I think that yeah. like I mean. Yeah, uh, he looks like a he's like your prototypical first baseman. I mean, I realize he I has agree. a big arm, but every I mean, most of the outfielders in the big leagues have pretty big arms, so it's not like you know, it's not like him playing at first base is just wasting this big arm. I mean, you know, Max Kepler plays out in right field for them, and he's got a big giant arm too. So, uh, you know, uh, I think him being at first base. I, I felt like he always hit well with the Rangers at first base too, but yep. you know, I could be skewed on that because that's where I wanted him to play. And that's where I thought they had the most success. And, and I realized that they had other young guys that they wanted to try out at first base, but I never thought that the, any of those guys were any better than him. I don't, I never thought Ronald Guzman mm-hmm. was a better player than Joey Gallo. And, and, you know, I mean, uh, but Hey, now we got, you know, Nathaniel Lowe over there and, and, uh, you know, so we're pretty, we're pretty stout over there right now. But, but at the, at the meantime, you know, Joey Gallows, he's off to a, a pretty nice start with three home runs in the first couple of games of the season. Yeah. Um, you know, good to see that. And I, I agree with you on the uh, kind of the prototypical first baseman. I mean, he's tall. Uh, he played third, so he's, he, he can field a ground ball uh, very well at the hot corner. Plus, those guys are also pretty good at scooping balls, too. I think uh, Mark McGuire started out as a third baseman as well. But uh, just throwing something out there. But, yeah, I agree. Well, man. Good and, to see him. And, and Mark Teixeira. And there's a long list of guys that, that were third basemen that moved to first base. What do you think about the – have you seen the Twins? Nathaniel new, Lowe was uh, a third you, baseman that moved to first base. Uh, have you seen the Twins' new uniforms? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I saw uh, yesterday when I was watching. Yeah, I think they look good. I, I'm like, I really like their new uniforms. I, I hadn't seen them till I was looking over at uh, Joey Gallo, just kind of peeking around at his numbers and stuff. And I saw, I saw that un- their uniforms. I think they look great, man. I think all four renditions of those look awesome. So, I have a buddy, our 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 friend, a uh, friend of the show, Drew Pavel. He's a huge. I'm sorry for putting his last name on on the podcast, but uh, he's a huge Minnesota fan, so I uh, kind of keep an eye on the Twins every now and then. So um, let's talk one more Ranger, some Rangers news. Um, scary moments today for Josh Smith. Uh, you know how he's doing, or have you heard anything? Well, uh, the reports I saw um, as early as um, last night after the game, Bochi did say that uh, all the CT scans came back negative, um, so it's it's looking like you know no nothing nothing too uh, overly uh, too much to worry about. But at the same time, I mean, he did get hit in the face. I'm sure he's going to be he's going to be black and blue in that cheekbone and and a little bit north of that into the eye. And uh, so you know he's going to be 
he's going to be hurting for a couple of days. And that, that thing, I mean, it got him flush. And, and I mean, I think it was an 89 or 90 mile an hour sinker. So it wasn't exactly, it wasn't exactly a, a, a 73 mile an hour breaking pitch. Yeah. Yeah. Scary moment for, for, uh, for Josh Smith. So um, before we get into the box score, uh, you want to tell us a little bit about the next uh, big event upcoming. We don't have a lot of details, but I'd like to at least I, get the date thrown out there for, uh, for Matt War Pro. Well, from every, uh, from all indications on Friday night, uh, Matt War Pro will be returning to the Southside Preservation Hall at Fort Worth for a big show on May 26th. And I saw a title for the show, but I guess it slipped my mind of, of what it is. And I can't remember what it is. And, uh, you know, I'm not doing them any favors right now. But uh, as of right <laughs> well, now, you got May, a date May, 20, May 26th at the Southside Preservation Hall right there uh, in Fort Worth, right by uh, John Peter Smith High Hospital. And uh, um, I know I know resident resident host. Kevin Frazier lives right over in the neighborhood as of right. the moment. Um, I don't yep. know how long that's going to be, but, but for the moment, uh, but that's uh, Kevin's neighborhood. So he'll be out there for sure. I'm sure that night um, because it's just down the street. And if you're in Fort Worth, it's going to be just down the street from you too. And uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll start pubbing this thing as we get going, but uh, there's going to be a lot of fallout from trouble on the Trinity too. And I can't imagine uh, Brick Savage and uh, and Damo McCullough are going to be very happy. Right, right. I mean that they, they didn't seem very happy uh, at the end of the at the end of uh, Trouble on the Trinity. So I can only imagine uh, they might be on the warpath on that uh, during that event. So uh, just stay tuned. We'll get you more details as uh, as the event gets a little closer. But we want to let you guys mark let you guys know to mark your calendar. Uh, that Mount War Pro, uh, Deaf Breath, and Texas Roughhouse Wrestling will be back uh, on May 26th at the Southside Preservation Hall. So mark your calendars for that. And speaking of calendars, uh, we have a box score uh, for the Texas Rangers to go over from yesterday. Uh, a little bit of a pitching duel, not your prototypical pitcher's duel. Uh, a few scary moments. We talked about Josh Smith already. Uh, the Orioles also had a had a pretty scary moment for one of their uh, top players as well. So uh, why don't we just jump right into it and uh, we can start wherever you want, buddy. Well, you know, there's definitely not much to talk about at the plate. I think we were going over and we were like four base runners. That's what the Rangers managed last night. Four base runners, four mm-hmm. measly base runners, one hit. Um, they did get a, they did get a little help from, uh, Mateo out at short um, on a ground ball that he that he booted a couple of times and couldn't quite throw Brad Miller out at first base. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you had the walk and the hit by pitch. But other than that, everything else kind of came up roses for the Orioles and uh, everything the Rangers hit kind of was right at somebody. And when they did hit somebody, hit it past somebody, they got a glove on it to knock it down. And and uh, that's just kind of the way it goes. And, and some nights you're, you got uh, – 16 runs on the board and, and 19 hits. And some nights you got zero runs on the board and one hit. And, uh, you know, hats off to, uh, uh, we were talking about it. Uh, well, Wells, uh, it was a Tyson. Well, Tyler Wells, Tyler Wells. I mean, uh, big kid, um, from big, 
Big, yeah, big kid from the Orioles. Two big uh, kids, came, back to back. He came, he came out, and uh, you know, he he gave him five really strong no hit innings, and uh, um, didn't have a bunch of strikeout stuff, but was getting outs. And uh, you know, the Rangers didn't have an answer for him. And uh, yeah, uh, between him and uh, was it was it uh, Batista? Is it Felix Batista? Yeah, Felix I Batista. Um, a, 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 a couple of six eight monsters coming in from the hill, but Felix <laughs> Batista, he is throwing a hundred, hundred, hundred one, hundred and two, and uh, he threw a couple of different, couple of different split finger pitches. One that he kept kind of in the strike zone, and one that the bottom kind of completely fell out of. So, you know, he's a he's a scary guy out on a mound, and uh, you know, you look at his 2022 regular season numbers, and that screams kind of the pitcher he is. A lot of strikeouts and. Um, a low, a low walk and hit total. Well, and if you look at, you know, just kind of looking at some of the, a little bit of the numbers here, I mean, Bradish and Colombe uh, threw 54 pitches through three innings. Wells threw 47 in yeah. five innings. I yeah. Mean, and a, like, a lot of he that. He really had a good one. And, and Batista only threw seven. There was so a real guys, momentum yeah, shift. There was a real momentum shift when, uh, whenever Bradish went out, the Rangers were, had a little something going. Um, they had first and second one out when Bradish throws a leaves a leaves a ball right out there for Jonah Hive, and he smacks it back up the middle, and he catches Bradish in the in the in the ankle with it, and um, it looks like uh, from all reports I had on it, uh, or, or, or even the game had last night, and looking at the Orioles. Um, beat that Bradish has just got a contusion and uh you know he's going to be a little sore for a couple of days and that thing probably stung pretty good but um you know not only did the, the you know the ball come back hit him in the ankle but it ricochets right off over to Mount Castle at first and um you know that rally that would have been bases loaded one out with with Brad Miller coming up now we're looking at second third two outs and you got to get a ball to drop and just didn't happen and 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 you know that was kind of a big momentum shift for the rangers last night was where they were kind of rallying with uh with with the middle of the order um mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you know they're they're two outs back in the dugout and, and john gray's back out and that was that was a moment that you know that kind of hurt and then there was also another moment uh they had just gotten a, a nice, uh, nice gift from Mateo, booting the ball and getting Brad Miller out there at first base. And Ezekiel Duran hits a screamer down down at the third baseman, and it goes off of Gunnar Henderson's glove, and uh, it lands right in uh, in Mateo's glove or in his hand, and he's able to. The only place that ball could have landed where Ezekiel Duran's out is where that ball landed. So. You know, those are the breaks some nights, and some nights those things go your way, and the next thing you know, you got runners at first and third with one out, and and you're in business. But last night it ended up being a runner at second with two outs, and, and, and the business did not pick up. Right, right. Well, Rangers pitching um, did everything they, they could possibly do, I feel like. I know uh, John Gray gave up a couple of, of homers, but, I mean, that that's – to me, that's that's not something to be too too worried about. It's not like he was out there walking a ton 
or getting himself into trouble or anything. No, no. And he had seven strikeouts over six and a third. Um, John Gray was really good. You know, like most, uh, most players will tell you, you know, you can give a, you don't mind your pitcher giving up a a couple of solo shots. It's when they start putting crooked numbers up because of those home runs that you're worried about. And, you know, he gave up a couple of solo shots. Um, The one to Mateo, that slider just never slid and it kind of looked like it just kind of, uh, hung right out over the top, right over the top of that strike zone, and, and Mateo sent it, well, damn near up where where we sat the other night at opening day, and okay. uh, and uh, Gunnar Henderson got him one too. Uh, you know, he he just wasn't willing to give in, and uh, Henderson took him for a ride, and it was a pretty decent pitch. He just, uh, you know, he just hit, shot it out to the opposite field and and uh, cleared the wall. Yeah, so you know, not not a lot of excitement there uh, for the Rangers. I mean, Cole Raggins had a decent, uh, I, I guess, a decent. He walked a couple guys, but a nice little bounce back. Uh, he's got the craziest zero ERA I've ever seen. When you look at the, when you look at well, how many base runners and everything. Yeah, he's given up some hits, or he's given up a hit, and he's given up a couple of walks. But you know, he's got a couple of strikeouts as well, and, and you know, I mean, zeros are zeros, and. Outside of the the inherited runner that he gave up to, of uh, uh, for Jake Degrom the other day, he's been he's been pretty decent in the in the two innings that they've tried to get from him so far, and and uh, you know not a whole lot of complaints on on Raggins and what he's done, and and uh, you know the the walks are he was a little bit all over the strike zone today. He came mm-hmm. back and got a guy after going down three zero and. Um, you know, but uh, he worked his way in and out of trouble. It, uh, he had runners at first or second and one out and got a strike, strike out right behind that. And then got the next guy and, and worked his way out. And, and, you know, Ian Kennedy for a guy that hadn't yeah. pitched this year, his, mm-hmm. uh, his stuff looked really good. He was, he was three strikeouts. Um, it all looked to be on that change up. The change up was, I mean, it was outstanding it was a it was a plus plus pitch today and it looked like he was throwing it with kind of a like a split finger vulcan grip so it wasn't okay it wasn't like a, a, a normal you know either or a circle, a circle or yeah or like yeah. it was more like he, he was throwing it with more of a like a wider grip with his with his hands but it was very effective um you know, uh, I thought I thought Ian Kennedy was really good today. I thought John Gray was really good today. I didn't think yeah. there was ever a moment where the Rangers were out of this game, even with them not hitting, you know, at all, yeah. I mean, because they were a bloop and a blast away from being right back in that, or a walk and a blast. And you know, yeah. one other thing that I noticed tonight was was <laughs> players players. If you're if you're in a three two count and that ball is close. That pitcher's going to get that count. They want you swinging the bat. I, I noticed that a couple of times tonight. Guys got into three, two counts and, and you know, pitches that were close that, you know, if, if you want another pitch, you're going to need to waste this thing. And they didn't, and they took it, and they ended up being, you know, sitting on the bench because of it. And I thought the – I thought, you know uh, – as far as as far as it goes, Marvin Hudson wasn't bad tonight behind the behind the uh, plate, and and I thought he did a good job of of uh, being consistent and you know not really uh, not really calling too much out of the strike zone and what he did call out of the strike zone he was consistent with. Um, yeah, man, I think I think that's a that's a a good call out there. I mean, we want to see hitting, we want to see people moving and doing things and. 
Um, you know, we don't want to, I, I think major league baseball has set a, set a very uh, clear message about what kind of baseball they want to see in, in a game like tonight, two hours and 18 minutes. That thing flew by. Hey, I'm telling you, if the Rangers win this thing tonight or last night, that that's my kind of ball game. Yeah, you know, I mean, they just didn't happen to win last night, uh, but that's my kind of ball game. You you tell me that you're going to get me two hours and fifteen minutes, two hours and thirty minutes at a ball game. That's perfect for me. You know, I mean, with with twenty three years of pro wrestling on, under my belt now, you know, those hips don't work as good as they used to. The back doesn't work as good as it used to. And those things start hurting in those little bitty seats out, the, out there at the ballpark. And a lot of times you're you're stuffed in there with a whole bunch of people on the same row as you. And, you know, uh, trying to get aisle seats on StubHub is a little bit more expensive than, than the, the, uh, <laughs> the regular seats. So, you know, it's one of those things where it's, uh, you know, like two hours, 18 minutes, two hours, 20 minutes, two hours, 30 minutes. I know that people hate the play clock or pitch clock or whatever it is, but but I definitely like the idea of guys out there working like they paid for parking in a parking meter. Yeah. And, and just a kind of a side random side note, uh, the Rangers had some really good attendance over the weekend. Uh, they were about 15, a little over 15,000 for the Monday night, but Sunday they were setting pretty at 26,000, uh, 31,000 on Saturday. And I'm, and I'm looking up the, uh, 38, 38 38,000 yeah okay, so um but but I think 16 that's not a that's not a horrible crowd for a Monday night while school's still no. going and uh, also no. tonight last night you're working against the national championship game you're you mm-hmm. know so you've got some things that you're working against so um for a Monday night not a bad attendance hopefully they're somewhere around 15 to 18 to, again tomorrow night and then uh you know Wednesday afternoon it'll probably be a little bit of a different story because We'll just kind of see how many people get out for a Wednesday 105 game, but it may be a little bit right. more attended because Jake DeGrom is throwing on Wednesday afternoon and it's dollar hot dog day. So, you know, those are a couple of things that, that, uh, that help attendance right there. And I think you're going to be in attendance for that game. Am I correct? Oh yeah, I'm absolutely. I'm going to take uh, the bull man to his first Texas Rangers game since the mid 1980s. Right, so the Rangers looking at looking like they were averaging about thirty one, a uh, little bit over thirty one thousand for opening weekend. Definitely not bad, and we just want to say thanks to everybody for getting out and supporting the Rangers because uh, that's a that's a big deal for for us and for the team. Uh, really pumped that you're uh, getting to get out there um, on Wednesday, and then and also then too Thursday. Uh, we're going to be out there on Thursday. Yeah, we're going to be yeah. in Frisco for the yeah. Opening. I was able to able to score us a couple of tickets right there next to the third base Frisco Rough Riders dugout on on Thursday evening for opening day out there so I'm looking forward to that um, tomorrow today actually later today today is yeah. um, the Frisco uh, media day so we'll find out more about who's going to be throwing on Thursday uh, later this afternoon so Wednesday when we're back or Thursday when we're back we will get all the details on on who's going to be throwing that night while we're there, and uh, mm-hmm. to get everybody going into this the next couple of days against the Orioles uh, tomorrow or today's matchup is supposed to be Andrew Heaney, and it was supposed to be Tyler Wells, and uh, I'm sure he will not be starting that game now, and they will be probably going to a bullpen game, and they'll probably announce a starter later this uh, this morning. 
Um, and then Wednesday, like we were talking about, uh, Jacob DeGrom is going to be on the hill for the Rangers. And, uh, you know, if you had told me that uh, Jake, Jacob DeGrom was going to be the highest ERA on the Rangers club <laughs> at 12-27, I wouldn't, I wouldn't right. have believed you. But uh, then I also definitely wouldn't have believed you that the Rangers were 3-1 and one after four mm-hmm. games with DeGrom having a 12-plus ERA. And uh, he'll mm-hmm. be opposed Wednesday afternoon by our old friend Kyle Gibson. Right, right. Well, would you have thought that Robbie Grossman would be your your Rangers MVP right now with, you know, five runs batted in and a slash of 364, 429, 727 with an ops of 1156. So, uh, yeah, a lot of well, fun little surprises that, here but early. I like it. I wouldn't have no, guessed I, that, but I like we're, it. We're, we're excited. And, he had a great spring, too, so we're and, glad to see that. I imagine when we're back on Thursday morning, we'll have a, 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 a recap of both today and tomorrow's games with the Orioles. And uh, hopefully we'll be talking about a five and one Texas Rangers That's right. opening homestand. That's right. That's right. We, we are pulling for Haney today. And if for some reason the Rangers can't pull it out, we got, we got our ace going out there to play the role of stopper. Uh, on Wednesday, but we'll have a lot of uh, you know box scores, a lot of talk, a lot to talk about. Always seems like a lot happens on the days that we're off. And so you never know be because the Rangers have an off day. Maybe Friday we'll spend the whole day talking about the Degrom start. Yeah, or or you know, there's going to be lots to talk about too. Uh, oh, we'll have the minor too. league, yeah. So we'll have uh, we'll have a lot to talk about no matter what going on this week because it's baseball time in Texas. And I mean, let, let's not act like it didn't feel like summer here today. Mm-hmm. It was or yesterday. I'm degrees. sorry. Yeah, yeah. yesterday. Yeah, yeah. And, 90... and, and as we sit out here doing the podcast early in the morning, it's still a pretty muggy. Um, yeah. It's pretty muggy out here in my garage. So, um, you know, it's starting to feel like baseball season. And uh, yeah, you know, the, uh, Wednesday I'll be out there. Um, you know, I'll. Uh, I'll be wearing our brand new Texas Rangers with the boys t-shirts. So if you want yeah. if you see me out there, come up, say hello. And uh, I'm looking forward to Thursday evening out in Frisco, lovely ball yard out there. And I'm, I can't wait to get back out there. Absolutely. We will be Texas Rangers with the boys wearing our t-shirts together on Thursday. I got my Teddy Roosevelt uh, fitted ball cap. So really pumped up for that game. I uh, can't wait to hear uh, how the atmosphere was uh, tomorrow night at the ballpark with Jake DeGrom getting started um, for his second start and getting a redemption start. Is there anything else you want to throw out before we uh, roll out of here? I got nothing else tonight. No. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, then let's shut her down. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in to the show. Uh, we will be back uh, on Thursday uh, for your morning drive or evening uh, ride home. And, uh, just want to thank everybody again. We're we're off to the races with the Rangers, three and one record. Really excited. Be sure to follow us on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at TX Rangers WTB, and check us check out our website, Texas Rangers with the All one word. There we go. And uh, until uh, Thursday, this is Texas Rangers with the Boys signing out.